Good morning. Speak, friend, and enter the Bag End Book Club. I'm Nora. I'm joined by Jackson. Hello. Autumn. Hi, that's me. Stop sipping your coffee. I'll sip my coffee whenever I want. Good M. I didn't hear Nora introduce me. Okay, yeah, hi. Um, There was a new short about the TV show that went up, and I watched it, and it was just the actors talking about, like, oh, we've never been to Numenor before, and this was, like, the pinnacle of Middle Earth when it's at its most flourishing culture, which, A, no, um, and B, uh, it seems like that show is going to be about, like, humans going, like, although all the ways of the elves are dead and we need to forge our own path, blah, blah, blah. Like our tradition is good versus like the new way is evil, which is just like such a red alarm way to take Lord of the Rings in 2022. That's not what Lord of the Rings is about. I know. Uh, But anyway, I'm not going to watch that show, but every time a preview comes across my uh, Twitter feed. I do click on it and get mad. Are we? Uh, you know, now? Lord of the Rings IP now owned by the Embracer. Group. Which which show is this? Uh, Rings of Power. Oh, I thought you whatever. meant the anime one. No, 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 no. This is the show that's about to air. Oh, that's weird. Are we gonna watch that? Yeah. That's yeah, why probably. We, that's why we. I will not. I will not be watching. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, I'm free. I don't have to care. It's gonna have phase on in it. Phase on? I, yeah. Like the like thing that turns Metroid. Metroid Prime into the Metroid Prime? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> There's a character who, with a name very similar to Phazon who might be in this TV show. And I think that might be cool. There's a they, Numenor guy. Okay. They're going to get to Numenor and it's going to be like... <laughs> I think his name is like Arphazon. And he yeah, he's like the last king of Numenor. We'll yeah. get to him in like two weeks, three weeks. Oh, um, we might as well tell you we're not having an episode next week. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Get that out of the way. Uh, I'm going on a trip to see my mom, um, and I will be like flying out the morning uh, of Thursday. And we usually record Thursday afternoon. And I'm not bringing my recording setup with me, like. And it's the end of the book, so we're not going without yeah. you. So <laughs> well, it's not really the end of the book. We still. It's the end of the summer. It's the end of the the Quintus Summerillion, so it's the end of the book. Yeah, it is not the end of the 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 collection. Of writings that is the Silmarillion, but it is the end of the Quintessil. We've only got one Silmaril right now. There's still yeah. two more to deal with. That's true. Um, do we want to talk at all about the Embracer Group thing? I don't really care, to be honest. No, I don't Absolutely care. Not. They're going to make a bunch of games I don't want to play, but it's not like anyone else is going to make a bunch of games I wanted to play anyway. So, oh, because I, I yeah, it was also hot on all the previous Lord of the Rings video game adaptations. Yeah. The the two towers for the Nintendo GameCube. Yes. Let me tell you. Both ya. of those games, Two Towers and Return of the King, were both great action games. They, fun. I would not describe them as great, but I had a good time with them, and they aren't very long, and that's what matters. I only actually played Two Towers, and I didn't play Return of the King. Well, they were great. I'll tell you that they were, they were, they were great. There were a lot of games like that, like the... The Shrek game was like that. The Similar, Avatar game was like that. Uh, the... Uh, Two Towers and Return of the King Game Boy Advance games were like kind of action RPGs where you would get loot, huh? And you'd have like the fake Diablo health. Weird. They I want to really play. Fun. I want to play that. Um, what I, I forget what the name of the game was. Just the third, third age. age. I want to play yeah. the one that's just Final Fantasy X. Yes, <laughs> but it's I've the guy. Go- <laughs> now the, guys, the Game Boy yeah. Advance version of that is just a tactics game. It's just like, fire. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, a strategy game. A simulation no, a game? game? 
<laughs> no, I played the strategy game. Uh, what was it? Conquest? No, Battle for Middle Earth. Yeah. Um, and then there was a Witch King expansion that was pretty cool. Conquest was the battlefield, or like right? Yes, yes, that's correct. Um. So yeah, there's there's a different era of Lord of the Rings games where they were sometimes kind of cool, mm-hmm. and then. The movie stopped coming out, and it was like, oh, well. Do you want to play Lord of the Rings, The War in the North? No, you don't. There was a time in my life where I wanted to play that Hobbit game. The Sierra one? Titan oh, yeah. yeah. I have played that. Again, I, I never game did. Boy I, did I bought it at one point. The Game Boy Advance version of that had branching little dialogue sometimes. Ooh. It's like when you broke out from the elves, you could, like, erase the evidence or not. Hmm. And, like... The elves would comment on that when you got when you met up with them again later. That's cute. Yeah. Um, but this is not a video game podcast. Should we talk about Turin? I guess so. Is that his name? Uh, some some say that's his name. Some say Turinbar. Oh, but the meaning is the same. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> right. Um, Who oh, wants we didn't to do up. a summary of Turin of Turin Turambar. Um. No one wants to do a summary <laughs> of Turin Turambar. We're pulling. You know, you know me and Autumn. We both hate some really summaries. There's so much to hold in. I will just say that. I read this chapter, didn't care for it, reread it, liked it more. So, I uh, unfortunately read this ten days ago, so I, I, you, you're going to get very little summarizing. No, from no, me no, today. you're fine. We have the extremely long um, uh, Silmarillion Writers Guild summary in front of us, and oh, Nora has opened a new tab. <laughs> I, this, this is this is maybe the most complicated chapter of the entire. Yes. this summary. So I was going to find you another summary that was smaller. There is there is an entire book edited by Christopher Tolkien called The Children of Hurin that is mostly this story retold in like a novel form. Huh. Um, so there's a lot going on. You could absolutely first... turn this book into a novel, turn the chapter yes. into a novel. I think that's yeah. the first of the three that they made of like three books made out of stories from Silmarillion. Yeah, it was the last, it was the most recent thing I read before I kind of just fell off Tolkien stuff. Uh, it had just come out when I when I read it. I remember seeing it in a store when I was in Germany. Uh, but the first time I went, not when I lived there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm skimming the summary on Silmarillion Writers Guild and just trying to find a good place to start. Basically, Turin is uh, Hur- Hurin's son. Hurin, you might recall... Um, was recently taken captive by Morgoth and, like, Morgoth put a doom on him. I forget the specifics of it. Uh, I'm sure that we can go over them as they as they come up. But, <clears throat> um, Turin, um, frequent messengers. Uh, Turin ends up in Thingol's care. That's what matters. <laughs> um, after, you know, Huron is gone. And so um he he's a man, but he's living in Thingol's palace and um uh he Thingol th- starts to think of him as a foster son. Um after about nine years, um Turin goes off um to battle, basically. Um and 
Um, because he's a man and because he's off in battle and stuff, he's not really welcome among Thingol's court other than, like, Thingol really likes him. Um, and, um, Turin, like, ends up getting in fights a lot with other people in Thingol's court. Um, and he was asked to return to the judgment of the king, but he thought himself an outlaw by then, and he left Doriath and joined a band of desperate and ruthless men. Um, <clears throat> Thingol partners his Turin, um, and Beleg, one of Thingol's sons, like, goes out to find Turin and tell him and bring him back to Doriath. Uh, and... Uh, excuse me, Beleg, Beleg Strongbow. Shout out to all the Live Alive fans <laughs> in the chat. Yeah! That's me. <laughs> Um, Turin's men, uh, capture Beleg, um, and Turin is like, oh, no, that's not my, that's not a bad guy, that's my buddy, uh, and he's glad to hear that, um, like, Thingol has pardoned him, but he's also like, oh, I live out here now, this is the thing I do. <laughs> I'm a man, I'm doomed, I just kind of do this now. <laughs> um, so Beleg goes back to tell Thingol this. Um, and he vows to, like, you know, help, uh, Turin however he can, and Thingol is like, ah, I'm glad to hear he's well, you should go and, like, hang out with him and f do whatever fights he's doing with him, basically. Um. Also, here's an evil sword. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but then his wife is like, you should worry about it. <laughs> uh, an evil sword forged out of a meteorite? Also, yeah, sickest shit in the it's world. Sick. Oh, star metal. Yeah. I've been hearing all about this from Conan the Adventure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when the winter fell, Beleg came to Turin's new home, and although Turin would not return to Doriath, Beleg stayed with him and helped the men of his company. Um, all, also, among Turin and his homies is Meme, um, a dwarf. <laughs> Uh, and it's really hard not to laugh at that every time the audiobook narrator says it. Um, Meme is part of, like, a band, a, a clan of, like, outcast dwarfs, basically, is the important part here. Um, Beleg, Turin, company, um, get in a fight with some of Morgoth's goons, um, and Morgoth becomes aware of Turin and aware that he is, um, Hurin's son, and um, decides to, like, keep sending people after Turin, basically. Um, Meme gets captured, um, and uh, a lot of Turin's men are slain, um, and Turin gets captured. Right, okay. Um, right, because Turin gets captured, Beleg is searching among the corpses and doesn't find him and realizes that he must have been taken to Angband. Um, do, do, do. um, trying to cut out unimportant stuff from this long summary. <laughs> um, the orcs go looking for Turin. Um, they don't really know where he is. Don't the orcs have Turin? Um, maybe I skipped too many important details. I don't know. Beleg goes to f save Turin from yes. the orcs. And then... Turin kills him in the dark with his evil sword and is fucked up about it. Right, right. He doesn't realize that it's Beleg saving him and um, kills Beleg. Um, 
and it's fucked this up. Is part, this is part of the doom that has been put upon her Hurin's house. It's because when he uses the evil sword to cut Turin's bonds, he cuts him in the foot and wakes him up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucked up. <clears throat> so then Turin runs into Gwyndor, who is another elf, who is a former uh, prisoner of some kind. And they take off into the wilderness, and uh, Gwyndor takes him to Nargothrond. Mm-hmm. And the people in Nargothrond like don't recognize Gwyndor at first because Gwyndor was in Angband, and that shit sucks. Um, and um... right, so we have a love triangle here in Nargothrond. Uh, Turin is sort of becoming an important guy and like do it like becoming a warrior guy and like counseling the king and everything and Gwyndor was in love with Finduilus daughter of Orodreth who was king of Nargothrond and eventually she stopped being into him and started being into Turin but Turin didn't know that right and Finn and Gwyndor was like, hey, I respect your decision here, but you're fucking up. Do not pursue this man. Mm -hmm. It's not going to end well. What happens? He pursues her. (laughs) Or she pursues him, I mean. (laughs) Um. Uh, And then he, so Turin doesn't want anyone to know who he really is. He goes by the Black Sword at this point. He's just like a cool army guy. He's going by Turinbar, specifically. Not yet. Oh, he's not? Oh, that's after. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. Um, What's his beef? Pretty sure Turinbar comes up later. I'm skimming the uh, summary here, and I'm trying to remember why he has so much beef with Morgoth at this specific moment. Um, Because Morgoth hates his dad. Right. Um, So two people show up and... um, Two people show up in Nargothrond and um, are delivering a warning uh, from Ulmo. um, And um, while they're, like, trying to warn... Everybody, um, Morgoth unleashes an attack on Nargothron, um, and, uh, specifically unleashes the dragon, uh, Glaurung, um, uh, and Turin is the only survivor, um, Gwyndor, before he dies, warns Turin that he must return to Nargothron and save Fyndulis, or he too will be doomed. Important to note that his time as a army guy pushed Morgoth out of the land enough so that his mother, Morwen, and sister, Neonor, could get to Doriath, which is a, you know, a place. Yeah. Um, this is a thing that gets brought up at some point, that he helped them incidentally by doing his army shit, even though he didn't cross paths with them. So, he's on his way to save Findulas and Glaurung, um, There's a bridge that they built to make it easier to move weapons, and Olmo was like, <laughs> "Hey, you should break that bridge so that Morgoth doesn't use it." And then like, "Nah," and then Morgoth <laughs> uses it. Um, and here on this bridge, Glaurung catches up with um, uh, Turin and uh, 
fucks his whole shit up, really. <laughs> um, this this part's all pretty sick. Dragon's talking to Turin. Um, the most important part here is that, um, like, he puts a spell over Turin, and Turin sort of forgets who he is. Um, uh, That's the other character. Oh, God, this is so much. <laughs> he just enthralls him with, he mesmerizes him with his speech <coughs> and his eyes. Right. And while he's doing that, all of the orcs get past him and take the people, including Finduilus, mm-hmm. uh, and escape. And then Glaurung is like, uh, your mother and sister are dead, by the way. And uh, he doesn't know that that's not true. And so he's going to, or they're going to be killed. And um, Turin forsakes Finduilus to go after them instead. <coughs> he gets to where they, where, to the, <coughs> he gets Pardon to where me. they lived and it's like, oh, they're gone. That sucks. <laughs> and somebody tells them, yeah, they made, they left a little while ago and he realizes he was lied to by the dragon and now he's, um, he kills those guys who tell him that. I don't remember why, but he does kill all of them because they're Easter eggs. Um, and then when he gets back to chasing after Finduilus, she's pinned to a, to a tree by a spear. Uh, now he's mourning this lady and everyone's like, oh, you're probably Turin because she said you'd be here. And he's like, actually, my name's Turinbar now. Mm-hmm. So that my doom won't happen. Yeah. If I just change my name, it won't it'll it'll be fine. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I think the line is like I... uh the doom is on yourself, not your name. Yeah. <laughs> um God, this chapter is so fucking complicated. <laughs> I really wish this had been two chapters, honestly, because I really lost the plot at some point. So Morwen leaves. It was the mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dingle sent Mablung after her, and Neonor also went in secret. Right. <laughs> but they found a hill. When they were on this hill, Glaurung showed up and blinded them and maddened their horses. Right. And they all get scattered. Mm-hmm. So Neonor climbs to the top of the hill and Glaurung makes eye contact with her like a Pokemon trainer. And she completely forgets who she is and her past and everything about the world. And so she just screams and runs into the woods. Mm-hmm. Also, she ends up naked because she doesn't know what clothes are. Uh, Mablung found her and was like, oh, this sucks. And then um, he sort of leads her around because she can't... No, she didn't run into the woods yet. She stood there for like a day. And Mablung found her, started leading her away, and they get attacked by orcs. And then she screams and runs into the woods for the first time. So, Neonor, who is the sister that was supposedly to be tormented and killed in yes. the lies of the dragon 
is running and running and running. She uh, gets hit by a thunderstorm and just kind of like falls on the ground. And is found by Tyrion. And uh, he nurses he, her back to health, more or less. He finds this girl and he's like, I don't know who this is. Uh, I'm going to call you Nia now. Yeah. Which is so different from my sister's name. Because you're not my sister. Uh, and then... Uh, someone mentions there's this Brander guy. He mentions the name Turin to Neonor, and she doesn't remember it, but she kind of gets, like, sad or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they get married, and Turin does more war stuff. He loves doing war stuff. And they have a kid. They do have a kid. Um, then... At some point, Glaurung catches up with them and tells them, oh, you're actually brother and sister. And they, basically the chapter ends. They go out to hunt Glaurung. Yes. And one of the guys just gets instantly owned and knocked into, like knocked on the head and falls into a, into a ravine. Mm-hmm. But Turin manages to gut the dragon from underneath with the evil sword. But then when he pulls the sword out, the dragon's blood burns his hand and wakes up the dragon and he looks at him and he falls unconscious. Mm-hmm. And then dragon screams and people think the turn is dead and Brander is taking uh, Neonor away because he wants to be with her. But then she's like, no, thank you, and runs off into the woods. She uh, cleans up his hand and tries to wake him up, but he doesn't. <coughs> and instead, Glaurung is like, hey, congrats, you found your brother, and I'm going to take away your forgetfulness now that I put on you. Mm-hmm. And she found out that he was her brother, and she jumped off of a cliff into a river. Yep. This summary says to her death, but is it? It's to her death. It is not told in this story. It is to her death. Yeah, she's dead. But it's not told in the story whither the the water took her. The the water took her to death. (laughs) (laughs) That's whither the water took her. It is not of this tale. (laughs) Um. Then uh, Brander's like, hey, everybody, check that shit out. And then Turin wakes up. I was like, actually, I'm not dead. Where's the... Oh, Neonor's dead? Oh, no. <laughs> hey, magic evil sword. Will you kill me? And the evil sword is like, hell yeah, bro. Let's do it. <laughs> like, the sword does speak to him. Yes. And so he falls upon his sword. And uh, Mablung... You remember Mablung. Everyone remembers Everybody Mablung. remembers Mablung. He shows up. He's like, damn... I made this happen. I did this <laughs> by telling him news. Uh, Glaurung was burned. His body's burned. They make a mound inscribed with his name and Neonor's, though they knew not where the river had taken her. It says it right there. To death! <laughs> they don't know where her body is, but she's fucking dead. 
that's it. That's this long ass chapter. It is. It goes bad. It goes real bad. For Ultimately, all though, kind of a dub. You killed the father of all dragons. You did do that. Yeah, but like he didn't really see the benefits. <laughs> <laughs> Who among us can both kill a dragon and live to see the benefits of killing a dragon? Uh, that one guy, Bard. Bard, thank you. Bard, yeah, Bard absolutely did that <laughs> with one arrow. So fuck you. Bard would simply kill the dragons. Bard would simply not get doomed. Bard did not retrieve the arrow from the dragon's belly. That see, he learned from history. To be fair, Smaug fell into the water though. Yeah, but so even if he had that moment of like, oh, if you come up, I can do another action. Before oh. dying, he would just drown. <laughs> he would just drown in the lake. <laughs> but do we know whither the water took? Yeah. Oh Snow's yeah, the, body? the water wasn't moving. <laughs> that water wasn't moving. That was a lake. It's very still. And in fact, people don't go to that part of the lake because there's a dead dragon in it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I. The first time through this chapter, I thought there were some good moments, but it wasn't really hitting for me. The second time through, I liked it a lot better, but it is just too much, I thought. And it's like, for how much it is, it's not as good as the the Barrett and Luthien stuff from last time. I don't think anything is. No. There's not even one werewolf in this chapter. Sauron does not show up. (laughs) Well, he's not important. He's not an important guy right now. Yeah. Um, I just can't keep track of the the elves. There are too many names. It's just... They all start with F or M. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I quite I I quite like this one, but it was definitely hard going and was like the most this book felt like reading a Wikipedia summary of a, a far more complicated novel. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not—it's not like the bits where it's just like laying out maps, right? Like or, yeah. or genealogies. There's story happening. There's lots of moving parts in like a with with people, uh, and they're all characters, and they'll have to find motivations that are all wanting different things and bouncing off each other in interesting ways. But it, it happens so fast. It go. It's 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 so yeah. fast. The thing that I really want, and you could easily just do this in Twine. It would just take forever. Um, when I played Tyranny, the very mid CRPG. Anytime any proper noun comes up, you can mouse over it, and it has a little box that, that flashes up to just, like, in 20 words or less, what does this f- phrase means? I just need to have that on hand to just remind myself who is who. Remind sometimes. me who Maeglin is? Oh, yeah, okay. Maeglin. I have no idea. Maeglin? I know Maeglin. Yeah. Mavlong? Don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you who Mavlong was. I do not remember. But I remember Maeglin. <clears throat> He's Kylo Ren. I guess he is Kylo Ren. I, God damn it. <laughs> um, of the Ruin of Doria. Um, I should note, before we get into the summary for Of the Ruin of Doria, um, I accidentally read chapter 23 as well because the audiobook just did not make a very clear distinction between these things. And so those distinctions are much easier to hear at normal speed rather than at triple speed. I listen at double speed, thank you. Uh-huh. So, anyway. Huron has been in Angband for 28 years, and he looks old as shit. 
much like <laughs> um, Merwin, Merlin, what was that guy? Gwyndor. He is stretched thin like butter over too much bread. No, that's a different thing. <laughs> Morgoth is like, hey, bud, you want to leave? You want to just leave? I'll let you go. Uh, you know, I basically won at this point. So, yeah, just get out of here. Mm-hmm. This is a ploy. Morgoth? Yeah. With a ploy? So, uh, he starts wandering around. He's an old guy now. Nobody trusts him because people are like, oh, he must have given in. That's how he got out. Mm-hmm. And he goes to look for the city of Gondolin. But he can't get in. He can't go there. And Morgoth's servants are watching him to find the entrance. Mm-hmm. And uh, the eagle comes by and is like, hey, uh, Turgon. We don't remember Turgon. Um, I'm pretty sure that was... What's his name? Turgon, I believe, is the king of Gondolin. Yes. That's Hurin. Hey, that was I think that was Hurin. And he was like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> and then, like, six hours later, he's like, actually, come back. Can you go look for him? <laughs> and by that point, he'd, he'd left. He's gone. Yeah. Um, but because he talked to Gondolin, like, look, talking about Gondolin out loud, just despairing about not being able to go to Gondolin, now Morgoth's spies know vaguely what region Gondolin is in. Hmm. Uh, so Hirin winds up at the tomb mentioned at the end of the last chapter, and there's an old woman there. It's Morwen, the mother of the children of Hirin. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and they're like, damn, that sucks. Um, and then she dies. Uh, Hiran buries her and is like, Arr, Morgoth, god damn it. And he goes to Nargothrond, uh, to the place that Glaurong's horde was at, where Meme the Petty Dwarf has sort of, like, taken up residence. Mm-hmm. Just looking around, running his hands through all the gold and such. Uh, Hiran is like, hey, you betrayed my son, and meme is like uh do you want a million dollars and Huron is like stab 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 <laughs> um and he took now the necklace of the dwarves that finrod felgen had once prized above all other treasure you might remember this the necklace of the dwarves yeah um he goes to doriath and casts this thing at thingle's feet and uh believes that Thingol was like responsible for all of the death in his family but when Melian tells him that Morgoth lied to him because he was watching everything that happened from in his prison but warped by Morgoth's machinations um he instead picks it up and like gives it as a gift and also jumps into the sea yeah as one does in the Silmarillion and there is not known whither the waters took him. <laughs> He's dead. He's dead. Uh, Thingol looks on this necklace and he's like, I should put a silver L on this. 
Damn fool. Damn fool. <laughs> and so Why shouldn't it be mine? <laughs> he says, hey dwarves, can you change this to put a Silmaril in it? And they did. And then they're like, hey elf, can we just keep this? It's ours actually, after all. <laughs> no. No, that's mine. Somebody else gave it to stab, me. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> <laughs> so they, there's an argument about that, and they end up killing, um, what's his name? I just said it. Thingle. Yeah. The Mighty Steel Elf King is getting stabbed in the middle of like a workshop where he's commissioning uh, a necklace. Is fucking yeah. good. I love it. It's crunchy and dumb. It's this, so is, this is what happens when you go after Silmarils. Everyone's like, don't do it. It's a mistake. And then they do it, and then they die. <laughs> okay, but... Here's the thing that happens also when you start going after the Silmarils is like the sons of Fionor are like, huh? Is that, did you say Silmarils? Yeah. They're, they're term searching. <laughs> yes. They're term searching Silmarils. Yes, on yes, Twitter they are. Jumping into your threads, <laughs> into your <Yeah>. DMs. <laughs> we got different guys for different approaches. <laughs> um, anyway, all this to say, this leads to a big fight between dwarves and elves in the. Caverns. <clears throat> yeah. Menegroth? Is it Menegroth? I believe I think it's so. Uh, anyway. All this to say, eventually somebody came and told Baron and Luthien what was going on. And they're like, damn. Well, that sucks. Where I did I did a lot to get that Silmaril. He just threw that shit away. Can you chill? <laughs> and their son, Dior, who is half-elf and also part Maya, don't okay. worry about it. <laughs> that's pr- that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Dior is like a cool guy, mm. and he goes off to fight the dwarves and kills the Lord of Nograd and returns Nalgamir to Luthien, and she wore it and was super super pretty because it had a Silmaril in it. But then. Uh, she died, and they sent the Silmaril to Dior, and they re- Dior knew that his parents were dead. Then, word of the Silmaril and Doriath reached the ears of the sons of Fionor, and Dior would not answer to their correspondence, asking that it be returned to him. <laughs> so, they're just writing him letters saying, please give that back. <laughs> Thus, their oath reawakened. They attacked Doriath in what was the second kinslaying. Dior and Nimloth both were slain. I don't know who Nimloth is. As were the Fionorian brothers Kelegorm, Carinthir, and Kurafin. But the Silmaril escaped with Dior's daughter Elwing to Syrian. Stop going after Silmarils. They will not. (laughs) In fact, they have a whole thing about how this is all they're going to do. Um... I love that after last week, where like like Baron Luthien disappeared from history, and like tw- not twenty years later, like actually we need some real motherfuckers. Who we got? And it's like, what about Baron Luthien? Like they fell out of history. Call them back. We need them. Specifically, the way the book like writes them out and then writes them back in, I just think is cool. It's just the the characters that you don't think are coming back for the big final crossover. Yeah, it's fun. I love these guys. They did not uh, fall out of our tail in the river. <laughs> <laughs> no, though. No, uh, apparently, wearing a uh, you know a cursed dwarven necklace with a Silmaril in it will shorten your lifespan when you're no- when you're mortal again. Didn't think of that. <clears throat> I hate uh, 
I hate when I uh, wear the necklace that makes me really pretty but does kill me. <laughs> it talks about it in the same way it talked about Fionor's soul burning too hard. Yeah, for sure. Yes. I thought She's it too pretty. It the thing it reminded me of, and maybe this is Pat, but is like the moment of like Galadriel being like, Ooh, I could become a great and terrible queen, you know. Except that she's yeah. just like got a buff to her pretty score. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like become all powerful. She's just a lady in the woods. <laughs> but she's really good to look at. <laughs> Galadriel, also just a lady in the woods who's really good to look at. But she also has magic. <laughs> That's the chapter. That's of the ruin of Doriath. Doriath status ruined. <laughs> you hate to see it happen. <laughs> but you love to watch it go. <laughs> also, is there a lie in this chapter, or maybe it was the next chapter, where... Um, no, it's in the last chapter uh, where they're talking about the, like, graves of uh, Turin and Neonor and um, say something along the lines of, and all this will get swept under the water soon enough anyway, so who cares? <laughs> this, their, their gravestone is the only thing above the water. Right, that's once, it. <laughs> once the new coast rises and the, the ocean swallows this land. Yeah. Until the world changes. Who can say when that'll be? How many chapters left? Two. 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 <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I think the world might be about to change. I feel it in the water. <laughs> I hear it in the wind. Um, also, just... Quick note. Dior, married to Nimloth. They have three children. Elred, Elrin... And a daughter, Elwing. So that's... Elwing is the one who has the cursed dwarven necklace. Mm-hmm. Is it cursed? Uh... I mean, in that, like, the dwarves... It's now become, like, the symbol of the strife between elves and dwarves that lasts all the way into, you know, Lord like, of the Rings. Like, is the Silmaril cursed? Or does everybody just act like a dick about the Silmarils? And is there a functional difference? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess there is if there is a, a world in which ontological evil exists. I was the <laughs> I was initially going to say is the one ring cursed or is it just that everybody acts uh, like One a Ring's dick, but... definitely yeah, evil as an active force of evil. I, I backed away from that metaphor. I don't think the because... Silver Rills are active forces of evil, but I do think that they inspire like a greed that generates evil, Yes, right? absolutely. But yeah, I was I was gonna compare it to the One Ring, and then realized that was a bad comparison. The One Ring actually cursed for There's real. Three of them, well, the Silmarils don't corrupt people; they just because they're not corrupt. The One Ring corrupts you by possessing it. The Silmarils corrupt you by the idea. You know, the people who are getting corrupted by the Silmarils do not currently possess the Silmarils. It's kind yeah. of their main concern. <laughs> they do. It's because Thingol had it, and he starts thinking more and more about it. Yeah, yeah but it's not it's also not like... gets corrupted by the One Ring without having the One Ring. Uh, yeah, no, I know that. I mean, the One Ring's influence you, is like I very just... big, but <laughs> I mean, like, it's not like by having the Silmaril around, uh, you just you like your life force is immediately destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're Lothian, <laughs> unless you touch it with your hands, that's that's rough. <laughs> 
Well, it, if you're evil. Or are mortal. I mean, it worked out fine for Baron. The problem with his hand wasn't from the Silmaril. The problem with his hand was that the big <laughs> wolf was, ate it. I was thinking about Luthien. I was not thinking about Baron. <laughs> um, wolf can't attack if you delete the floor. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to anyone but you and me. <laughs> if you delete floor, wolf doesn't attack. <laughs> what, is it, what is this a reference to? Is this some stupid webcomic? No, it's a reference to... <laughs> Nora's house in Conan Exiles and a wolf was attacking her and she just removed the floor in front of the wolf and so it could not get to her. I do appreciate your willingness to just go all in on referencing Conan Exiles, a thing no one has played and only That's your wife has true. seen you play sometimes. It, every one of these survival games has like a million people playing it that we, don't, we just don't like hear about. I think you know you the part of the in which majority. I said no one. <laughs> steel <laughs> uh, do we have anything else to say about the Silmarillion though no I think we're talking um, about Conan Exiles we did get an email if we want to read the email or if we want to just save it for like next time when we finish we've this typically all. saved them for the end of the book okay well Emrys we will mm-hmm. uh, okay. read this either next time or the time after depending yeah. on and this is a good unless we forget for everyone else who hasn't sent an email and we see you in our palantirs palantiri 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 one in each eye socket uh, <laughs> i see all Although my left eye only sees an old hand for some reason you can send us emails at uh export audio podcast gmail.com Please put uh, Bag End or Bag End Book Club in the subject line. I will just, um, when we're getting close, like the day before we record, I will like go look at the email and filter by that. Um, so if you don't put Bag End in the subject line, I might not see your email. Yeah. We might not respond to your correspondence. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he literally left them on red. <laughs> Um, but if that's all we have to say, then Jackson, where can people find yeah. you online? Find me online at headfallsoff on twitter.com. You can find the podcast that I do with them at abnormapping.com. God, we have too many podcasts. You should go listen to them. They're good. M. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. You can uh, support me and Jackson's work at patreon.com slash mapping. Um, for $5 a month, you get Blockbusters, where we talk about big Hollywood movies every month. Next month, we are having Autumn on to talk about the Iron Giant. It will be very good. I'm excited. I'm excited as well. Yeah. Autumn? You can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. You can find me on co-host at autumnal. Uh, you can go to exportodd.io. That takes you to our Patreon page where um, we have links to all the free feeds for the podcasts. Or for a dollar a month, you can get um, early access to a lot of the shows that we do. For example, this show, or Hot Singles, or Ornate Stairwells. Um, I was trying to think of things that would have an episode coming out soon, but unfortunately a lot of production got derailed by uh, my sickness recently. (laughs) So uh, we're getting everything back up and running over here at Export HQ. Yeah. 
Do you want to <clears throat> tell people where they can find you and also about our $5 tier? You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Find stuff I've done at NoraBlake.online. For $5 on Export Audio, you get access to Pop Town Funk, a podcast where we get random Funko Pops and watch movies and stuff. I'm going to download Rock and Roll High School uh, legally while we speak. I wish you wouldn't. Is it too late to re-roll? <laughs> it is. You watched because... two Guardians of the Galaxy movies! I can't get over this! <laughs> and I would watch both of them again before watching Rock and Roll High School. Oh my god, yeah. you're out of your mind. You don't have any interest in the strange ephemera of the fact they made a fucking Ramones movie? That's weird! No, because I listened to the, like that song that shares a title with the movie, and I was like, oh no, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I You have to do N, not and. Oh, is that the issue? I didn't know that. Okay. Um, I really like the Ramones, so... They're a good band! Yeah. I'm ambivalent about the Ramones, but this is literally what Pop Town's for, is like exploring the weird ephemera of culture that has like gone by. I'm allowed to complain not... about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but do that after you've watched the movie. You go in with an open heart, and then you get mad. Do you not like... Why were you bothered by the song Rock and Roll High School? It's a perfectly fine Ramon song. Rock, rock, rock and roll high school. I think the problem is... Because I could probably play Nora any number of other Ramon songs, and she would probably have the same complaint, because they do all sound like that. <laughs> yeah, no, they have three chords, and he goes... Mama, na, 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 na. That's, the, that's the fucking Ramon. That's what they do. Now I want to stiff some glue... <laughs> I'm just not vibing with it. Well, we're going to watch this damn movie. Good, because it's been over our heads more longer than usual because everything got delayed because you got sick. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the the fun part is is that there's always something else. Like even if you have to watch I don't know, fairy tale Phoenix Priestess. There will be something else on the other side. You hated that movie so much more than I do. I don't think about that movie. I don't either, but I had to reach for, I reached for what's the worst experience I've had on Pop Town. It was Fairy Tale Phoenix Priestess. I don't I don't think that's true at all. I think Guardians 2 is way worse than Fairy Tale Phoenix Priestess. It's the evil you know. <laughs> I just, like he, he he turned into a fucking Pac-Man. He what? He and Guardians too. Yeah, he turns into Pac-Man. What? <laughs> what are you talking Did about? you just repress the memory of this terrible movie, <laughs> and that's why you don't think it's pixels? that bad? No, I'm thinking. <laughs> of... No, you've watched two movies <laughs> in which people comedically turn to Pac-Man for your stupid podcast. <laughs> I don't remember that part of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume. The two. thing that I'm mad about about Guardians Two. Was the was Kurt Russell only one only one thing? <laughs> Kurt Russell being like, "Shame I had to give your mom cancer." I just think that's like too dark to put in your fun superhero romp movie. Uh, is, is the villain just like gave someone cancer for no reason? Not for no reason. For and no he, reason. That is the scene where he lays out the reason. <laughs> There's no good reason to inflict cancer on I'm people. I'm not saying he has a good reason. <laughs> I'm saying that scene is him telling him why he did that. I know. I just think it's too, like, evil. It's too and far. It's too far. It's a, I don't know that it's... I would describe it as dark, but it looks like... It's just totally incongruous, just like the first movie, where, like, it's all stupid, oh, he's taking over the world, he's got the fucking stone of the the nonsense, and they're gonna destroy the (laughs) nebula. (laughs) (laughs) 
and then, and then it cuts Stop to a, and then it cuts to like a scene of of his mum in, in a bed with her hair all out, actually dying on screen of cancer, and you're like, bro, yeah, bro, those yeah. two things just don't mesh. It is. You know the way that everyone makes fun of fucking Lost.jpg being the same kind? It's that. It's literally that. Yeah, the same yeah, thing everyone makes fun yeah. of. It, it, but here everyone treats it as actually, oh, it's a nice bit of extra seriousness for your stupid movie. And they could have very easily given her, like, any other disease, death. <laughs> yeah. But it's like mysterious <laughs> 21st century tuberculosis. Right. But they give her, like, cancer. And yeah. it's, like, Expert, dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird real bit that yeah. like, doesn't feel yeah anyway I don't remember him turning into Pac-Man I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> also she di- she dies of cancer to give him a reason to like old music god I hate this movie so fucking much yeah. <laughs> also he gets he gets <laughs> abducted as like a nine year old but still knows a whole bunch of like cultural references that happen way after he gets abducted. It is like a stupid thing, but like I thought his character was that he wasn't on Earth, but then he just acts like an Earth guy all the time. And it's annoying because he sounds like every other Marvel superhero. <laughs> That's just because they can't write good. What if what if Ernest Klein was like a Marvel superhero? Is is Peter Quill? Ooh, ooh. Peter, that's no, true though that's that's different though because peter quill is not gonna be into like the nerdy girl he's gonna be into like the little like a different generation beauty standard you know what i mean yeah sure <clears throat> like he that's there's that disconnect sure he's gonna go after like the busty blonde the busty blonde the like yeah the like baywatch character yeah not the like <laughs> velma <laughs> <laughs> Not the busty blonde who wears glasses, and that's exactly. different. <laughs> Very different archetypes. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree with, I guess, the core premise, but uh, you're definitely wrong if you think Peter Quill's not going to hit on the hot nerd with glasses. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway. I think you will enjoy the Ramones movie more than that. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I just like the remote. It's not going to be in space. Yeah, it's going to be in a high school. <laughs> it's going to be in high school. Uh, yeah, a rock and roll high school, if you will. Space, a high school. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know why you would get mad at a high school movie for not taking place in space. <laughs> no, you were just comparing it to a movie that does take place in space. Oh, okay. I missed the connective tissue there. Okay. I don't know that I've been in a high school. Ever? I guess. Mm, I guess that doesn't make sense. I think that's a gym. Yeah. For a for a for a Valentine's Day dance when I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this makes sense given uh, that we all know Nora grew up in a cult. <laughs> yes, no, I, yeah, that, that is that understood. Weird. But I'm like, not even like for five, not even like for for a little bit. Uh, well, huh? how much do you know about the Ramones, Nora? Yeah. T- okay. Let me tell you, the first one is, the main guy is Joey Ramones. Okay. And then yeah. the, 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 <laughs> drummer, not... the drummer is Johnny Why? Ramones. Not, a, no, not the drummer? There is a guy named Johnny Ramone. He is not the drummer. Those are the two, the, the main two Joey? Ramones. Isn't it Joey it's Ramone? It's Joey is the singer. Jo- jo- yeah. Johnny is the guitarist. 
Yeah. Are they all named Ramon actually? Then not not I, none of them are actually named Ramon. <laughs> but they all No, their last name. Okay. None of them none of them came out of the womb and were given the name Joey Ramon. Really? They all they, they, it's all staged. They're names. not family. Like they're Joey Ramon. No, I know that. And... I thought that they were named after the main guy Joey Ramon. And they are oh, the you thought one guy would no? Oh, you thought no. it was Joey and the Ramones? No, I thought that they were. I love this. I love this. This is so pure and good. I thought that Joey Ramone was a musician. He started a band and decided to name it after himself and call them okay. collectively the Ramones. In the same way as like I don't know the Dave Matthews Band. This is a thing that musicians do. Yeah, no, 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 no. But they, they all took up stage names. So the okay. singer. They all took up stage names. No one knows what their real names are. I mean, someone knows. But I don't care. They're on Wikipedia. I'm looking at them. But yes, that one's yeah. like Jeffrey it's Ross British, Hyman. Right? They are from Queens. They are, so, they are so, yes. definitely not British. Importantly, Queens, not British. New York. Oh, Queens. I thought Queens was the city in Britain. Because this no. is happening at the same time as like the new wave of heavy metal and British invasion into American music is happening again in a different way in these like rock spaces. So punk versus metal is a big thing. And yeah. Ramones are from New York. And, and yes. These are all in Britain. Queens is not. Queens is a part of New York in the same way that Brooklyn or Manhattan. You know Europe. where Queens is. That part's a bit. <laughs> no, I thought Queens was from. Because they have a queen. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't happening. Have you not watched Spider Man? <laughs> I've seen Spider Man, yeah. Spider Man is from Queens. <laughs> Spider Man's from Queens. <laughs> Anyway, Jerry Ramone and Johnny Ramone famously fucking hate each other. This is the yes. like the whole thing because because one of them Johnny is a Republican. Ra- I don't remember which one. Johnny. Johnny is like okay, one so- of the only punk people to be an annoying Republican before <laughs> the nineties. People, half of them were all dipshit libertarians. Uh. I but I believe I, I might be misremembering this here, but at least when this movie came out, the lineup changed over the years. Joey is the singer. Johnny is the guitarist. Uh, Dee Dee Ramone is the bassist and the lead songwriter, basically. And then Tommy Ramone is the drummer, I believe. Yes. And so. I know that I. I mean, I thought I knew that they were a British band. Mm-hmm. No, they are not. No, they are uh, importantly are American. What are you thinking of? The Clash. They're a British band. What is the Clash? Don't worry about it. Never mind. Don't worry. Don't worry. We can't. We, we, we can't get out on Lord of the Rings podcast. Isn't that the um, band from Scott Pilgrim, The Clash of Demon Head? No, don't. No, no. The Clash are a very famous punk band. They are from. They did London Calling. They, they. You might have heard uh, their cover of "I Fought the Law and the Law Won" in various films and commercials. Breaking rocks in the hot sun. Okay, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> they did rock the Casper. Songs Doris never heard of. I like. Yeah. Um. Other things I know about the Ramones. They made a movie. Uh-huh. In the. <laughs> they have a Funko Pop. Yep. <laughs> Funko Pops. There's four of them, uh-huh. just like the Beatles. Uh-huh. Or the Monkeys. Are the Monkeys also four people? I don't know it's anything about that the there's monkeys. two different bands named after misspellings of animals. <laughs> I know as much about the monkeys as you know about the Ramones. I think I know more about the monkeys than you. Okay. They have a TV show. They had a TV, they had a TV show. <laughs> they were, that's very old. But <laughs> there was a TV show. It's an old show, sir, but it checks out. <clears throat> but my dad used to 
sing the theme song of the TV show. Is it Hey Hey We're the Monkeys? Is People that... say we okay. monkey around. Okay. I knew that song. Not to be confused with uh, Gorilla for Sale. The song for McGillie Gorilla. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, okay. No, I yeah. follow you. He would sing both of them together and like, I don't know what bit he was doing, but <laughs> just monkey business, I suppose. <laughs> We've gotten so far afield. <laughs> the Ramones. The Ramones. Uh, one of their songs was on the uh, CDs that I got from my high school girlfriend. It was like a mixtape. Um, I'm guessing it would be I Want to Be Sedated. Yes. That okay. was the, the first one on the disc. It is a good. I mean, for to have that be their like biggest song at this point, I guess it's one of the better ones. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was okay. I guess twenty 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 four. He does just do that. That's every Ramon yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Cock 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 the ball torture. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks um, for listening. If the tweet doesn't hit, just say the joke on a podcast. <laughs> I think that's. About... I did. Did I like the tweet, or did I just see it and silently shake my head and not tell you? I thought it was really funny when you told it to me in person. I did not see the tweet, so. Um, I think the only other thing I know about the Ramones is that they're all seventy-eight years old. They're all dead. They're now. all dead. They're dead. <laughs> they're dead. They, they oh, all shit. died in like. The Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, no, like Jerry Ramone died real young, and then Johnny died shortly after. The the longest surviving Ramone of the original bunch died in 2014 at 65. Should, they, should let you know. Huh. The band broke up in. This is a fact I used to know. Uh, the band broke up in like 96, and within 10 years, three of the four were dead. The band broke up in. I guess well, okay. Johnny and Joey were both still there. They're, so. The the ragtag bunch of misfits stopped touring at some point. <laughs> My follow-up question to that is, did the Beatles break up before or after one of them died? Before. Okay. They broke up at the end wait, wait, wait. of the They had a whole 60s. decade of the various Beatles solo work. Did you okay, think well, the I Beatles broke for that. No, 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 no. Did you think the Beatles may have possibly broken up because John Lennon was shot? It was a possibility! <laughs> the Beatles broke There's up like... in 1969... <laughs> John Lennon nice. was killed in 1980. <laughs> I thought Lennon was there's, killed a while before that. <laughs> there's a very famous story about how the Beatles almost reunited in like 1979 or something. SNL did a bit where they were like, if the Beatles reunite tonight, we'll do a thing. And both uh, Paul McCartney and um, John Lennon were in New York and were called each other like, should we? And they thought about it and went, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember if I've got that story wrong. That's just an online legend. Maybe it's completely made up. I've just heard that before. I mean, it can't be true because Paul died in 1965, <laughs> as we all know. <laughs> oh there was my a God. tabloid thing <laughs> in the mid-60s where people thought that Paul McCartney had died and been replaced. Oh, like Avril Lavigne. Exactly. I I love it. My Fake Paul is my favorite <laughs> conspiracy theory. I don't actually believe, but... Well, it's obviously if, not true because Paul McCartney's right yes. there. If But if I... Was is he though? Is he though? <laughs> that guy that they hired has been playing Paul McCartney for longer than Paul McCartney was alive. He if does a great point. job of playing Paul McCartney, being pissed off at his old friends in the documentary, uh, whatever it's called, to get back. If you yeah. took me tw- at twenty six years old and just transplanted me to like nineteen sixty seven, I was twenty six in nineteen sixty seven. I absolutely yeah. would have bought for like a month or two that Paul had died. <laughs> I would have absolutely like taken the bait on this one. I mean, if, what are you if Paul do? McCartney, 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the magazine says it. Who am I to contradict them? That's so true. Uh, I didn't watch all of that documentary, but having watched a bit of it, if Paul McCartney had died, the Beatles would have broken up in literally four days later. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I should I should put on that documentary at some point. The worst like- part is it's really interesting and I like it, but then it's insanely boring because they... I understand the Beatles fans are here to have long takes of them playing the songs. I've already heard the songs. I would like to actually focus on the internal conflicts going on. My problem is that... Um... I am interested in this documentary as a concept. Um, mm. I just don't like the Beatles very much. That's my issue. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to judge you. I have <laughs> heard fine. a Beatles song or two, and I don't think of it. It's just kind of music. It's just sound that is happening. I went through a big. It's about. just it's just words, detective. <laughs> I don't I don't have a reaction to like the Beatles in that way. It's just... yeah, what song was it? What Beatles song was it? I've heard. Well, I've actually heard less Beatles songs than I thought because Autumn was like, "No, that's not even a Beatles song." Ah. Now, what song did you think was a Beatles song? Come what on is now, the Nora. Loneliest number. She thought what that's not a fucking Beatles. Oh song. no! It sounds like it's a, a good Beatles song. song. But... I don't know. Have you heard? <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's fine. You just haven't heard a lot of music. I've heard plenty of music. I. I have to go roast a chicken, and I would like to start on that so oh, we don't eat dinner at 10 p.m. Oh, yeah, so we ask to roast a chicken. Yeah. Uh, no, that was great. That was amazing content. Sorry that we were just roasting you for 20 minutes there. I'll have my revenge. You're going when? to be watching bad Lord of the Rings movies with me at some point. That's true. You have your revenge on M now. Just me. <laughs> I'll, I'll tweet something obnoxious, I'm sure. <laughs> the best revenge No, never. What? <laughs> The best revenge is a post written. I don't know. I, don't know, I can't finish that. I can't bring that home. Post Shatwell. <laughs> post Shatwell. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Read for Ruin and the Red Dawn. <laughs> Read for Ruin and the Red Dawn and do not pursue either the Silmarils or Lulu. Yeah. If faced with an option, I guess the Silmarils are the better choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hitting stop. <laughs> I'm hitting stop. Oops.